Blog Talk Radio. that 
we can go to another level and with spiritual heights and deeper depths through learning. Um, the language that we are blessed with is is amazing, and it's such amazing that we can speak things into existence, and a lot of people don't really believe in that. They feel like they can say uh, anything, and 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 they're unaware that when they say just anything, and things start happening, and they're like, "What happened?" Um, because it's your type of language you're using. It's a, a very powerful tool, you know. Um, the action speaks a lot of the words, but words relevant, you know. Sometimes you you can see things in the physical form, but what brought about that physical form was someone said it, and and when they said it, it meant it, and it, it became true. It, it became walking. It became reality. Um, I'm here today because of what I said. I said I was going to do the show, and now I'm doing it. You know, words are very powerful. And just like I say, word orders your footsteps. Yes, it does. Because uh, you have to understand what we say is who we are. I like to challenge words in your life. What type of words are you using? Is it words of hate? Is it words of degradation? Are we really and truly examining our words? Very important. It's very important. And I feel that as human beings, communication with each other is essential for the world to change in a positive way. Well, it could change in a negative way as well, but uh, it seems like it's, it's been doing that for so long. So uh, let's change our words and make the world a little more positive. And it's okay, you know, not trying to knock anyone down who put themselves down and others down um, because no one is not guilty of it. We all have said things that maybe it wasn't the right words to say for the situation, but we felt it needed to be heard. We felt that we need to be expressed at that moment and a lot of times we we say things that we we don't really mean or not we say things we we meant it but we 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 meant it to be expressive of how we feel but all the time we we didn't mean it to hurt anyone and there's a difference there's a difference I know there are people who use words to hurt people and cut them down but there are some people who um, have words that they just for the situation at hand, it wasn't the right choice of word, and um, people get hurt, you know. So we have to be uh, very aware of what type of words we're using, you know. 
And I don't mean the obvious words that, you know, people would say, oh, that's profanity and that's profane, you know. I'm talking about words that would stunt your growth spiritually. I'm talking about words that would stunt you uh, and that will hold you back professionally. The words that we often use sometimes, well, I can't do it because I'm I'm too rich. Uh, I, I can't do it because I'm too poor. I can't do it because I'm too black. I can't do it because I'm too white. Um, you know, just negative words. Always using I can't, um, you know, they don't like me because of this situation, using situations to uh, be a stubborn block in who you are and what you want to do. To me, that's negativity. It doesn't always have to be just profanity, you know. It's amazing. You know, a lot of people uh, thinking that, you know, you can say things and put people down or bash someone because of their religion or the way they look. And and they think, oh, well, I don't swear. I don't, you know, I don't do this and I don't do that, but when you're bashing someone and you're using negative words towards them, I think that's negative language. And I think that's just as as, as bad as swearing and, and putting people down, you know, because your language is a negative uh, outlet. So, therefore, if it's a negative outlet, that means that your spirit is, is deep, is, is, is deep and is held down by negativity. So we must understand where we're coming from when it comes to words, and words are powerful. And that's why I dedicate this show to Maya Angelou, rest in peace, because she was a woman of words, and, and she was a woman that used her words wisely. You know, a lot of times we don't use our words wisely. wisely. We, we just say things off the handle, as they would say. You know, oh, you did this to me, so I'm going to say this to you. And then you're not understanding that we are the outlet of where these words are coming from. And we are making ourselves uh, a conduit of either negative or positive uh, stimuli. You know, we have to understand who we are as a people. And we have to understand that we are a part of the change of the world. And pieces of us makes the whole. So if you have everyone going around saying things and putting people down, you can't ever make it, um, you this, you that, you do this, and all people are not going to like you because you are this type of person, you know, not right. That's not right at all. And where is, where is this, this part so powerful and everything? Um, I want to read a passage out of Genesis. And um, I love uh, the first book of Genesis. And I'm going to read to the first. I'm going to read the first verse to the fifth verse. 
in the beginning of God, created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good. God divided the light from the darkness. God called the light day and the darkness he called night. So the evening and the morning were the first day. And that was Genesis verses 1 through 5. Now, in the beginning, God created heaven and earth, and he said, let there be light. So that means that you can call light in a situation, and you can make dark of a situation. You can, you can bring in the dark of a, of a situation, of words you say. You use words, and the Lord is words. This is what he used. You can't see him, but you can feel him, and you can hear him through words. He want to show us a different path of enlightenment. He want to give us what he used to create this beautiful world and to create us, showing you that you can create what you want in this world. And a lot of times we use that power and we create madness. What are you going to do today? Are you going to make light of a situation? Are you going to bring darkness? Are you going to evoke negative thoughts? And Are you going to spread negative energy? The power of words is so significant. It's bigger than you could ever imagine. But we stay with a small vocabulary, meaning we stay docile to small thinking and who we are. I know who I am. And I know the words that I speak, somehow, in some way, will become reality. But I must focus on who I am and make sure that the energy that inside me stay positive. Words you say doesn't fall down to death ear. Words you say are vibrations that travel all around. So be careful what you say. Be careful what you write. Be careful what you do. Because the words inside you is going to prove itself, the truth. How many of you today 
or played by negative wordplay. The words that we say just keep us down. And then we're wondering why we can't get up from this turmoil. And we say it's life, we want to end it. Like, you know, there's nothing good for me here. I don't I don't like my life. I don't know who I am. These are things that's plaguing the world today. We have pain and going back to other spiritual lessons lectures that are our uh that I, I covered um, about regression and pain is is a part of the word usage and how we use it in our everyday lives. This is why we go through the many trials and tribulations. A lot of times we'll go through things because of life, but we the severity of it is is the language that we use it. You know, life is not perfect, but we can make life harder if we don't understand how to use our words. I know many times, I, I just like I said, I was guilty of it so many times, um, saying things and, you know, I, well, I don't know. I can't do that because um, I don't know how to do it. Um, I need somebody to help me. No one is helping me. And the Lord told me, like, what? I gave you the wisdom and knowledge to un- and understand it. You're going to do it. I don't care if no one is helping you. But I, I held myself down for a long time. Just like I said earlier, no, well, not in this show, but previous shows, you know, I someone said something to me about um, my art and my music, and I just totally stopped. And I told myself, no, I'm not going to do it because I'm not good enough. So I sat there for about three or four years sitting on my art, not doing any type of music or writing four years, that was basically almost like hell for me. And it was my fault. It was my words, my usage of words. Because I told myself, no, don't quit your day job. I told myself that. No, and I was miserable. But guess what? I did that because the negative energy inside me weighted me down. So I couldn't grow. But when someone said, wow, are you crazy? I was like, what? What do you mean? You're not putting this stuff out here? No, I'm doing it for myself, you know, you know. And they said, this stuff you have to share it with other people. What are you doing? And 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 they encourage me. And even though I wasn't encouraging myself, somebody else, the Lord sent someone else to encourage me. But I was discouraged by somebody else. The Lord sent somebody else to encourage me. So I'm like, wow. And then after that, I, it took one person to encourage me, and I started getting the positive words. And I started thinking 
about myself and the reality of who I am and what the Lord made me and what the Lord gave me. And then I just start rising from the from the dirt and and start digging, you know, and try to find the surface. And I found the surface. And I, I told myself, I said, you know what? People need to hear this. People need to hear revelation. And people need to learn how to speak it in their lives. Because someone helped me, and I want to help others. As the term say, pay it for it. I want to pay it for it. I want to give back. And this morning, I want to show you the power of words that will transform your life into what you want it to be. And it's so powerful that you can become negative. But let's not focus on the negative. Let's become what God wants you to be. It's very important. Very important. We have to live and we have to learn these things. Trials and tribulation comes, but we have to learn. We have to learn these things. I want to um, get into a poem right now. It's called Treasure Silence. I learned to be wise in my silence, listening to sounds allowed our tongues to vibrate, my thoughts and emotions renovate, thus presentation of distortion in my mind, my blank use of speech. I used to teach of what I should speak, resonating and detonating this flame of truth that it may be burned in many. Who will pay attention? My stare is more than golden because there is fool's gold that circles consciousness. When men say words of vanity to overlook the profound ways for humanity, as I study to review verbal stimulation, my tongue rests in its silence. In peace, treasure silence. And it's also ways of not saying anything that can prove to be positive. We have to learn the words to say, and we have to learn to be quiet in certain situations. And But it's all about wording. Where does these words fit in your life? Because maybe you can talk too much. Maybe you need to be quiet and learn and listen. But it's all still the power of words. It's the power of words. You know, I could have a beat. And, you know, and, and some music, and it's very powerful. I put some lyrics on top of it. It speaks to you even more. And the combination 
is wonderful. The wording, linguistics, how we use it, the way we use it. We got to understand what words are and how words can help us and how words can destroy you if you use it the wrong way. I love words. I love words. I'm a man of words. I love language. I love speech. I love music. And um, words, my personal testimony, words changed my life, and it really had. And um, I, I, I fell on both sides of the spectrum of word plays, you know. I use it for good and I use it for bad. And I, I think, you know, my first initial response for words were were pretty negative, you know. The way I learned it, you know, because I always wanted to kind of get over it. I always thought that my thoughts were more slicker. My thoughts were, you know, more wittier than the next person. And so, therefore... I would do things to put myself out there and put myself out there as in I, I will live life in a negative way. But it's through the power of words. Until I learned to harness it in a positive way, my life started to change. These words are all around us. It's just how we pick and choose them. How we pick and choose our words means a lot. It means a whole lot. And um, I understand how words could be used negatively. Because we're in this negative world and there's negative influences all the time. So it's not easy to use positive language when you're around negativity all the time. And, I mean, it can be everywhere, you know, whether it be in the the most violent hood or to the most plush palace or, or mansion in Beverly Hills, you know. These words are available to us. These words affect us in many ways. I would just like to challenge you on words. I would like to challenge all of you to change your language. Become that change that you hope that someone else can be. You be that change. And we start by being that change with our wording. Look inside yourself. Find those words. They're there. And I don't care where you at in life. You could be on skid row. Doesn't matter. I was there too. But I found words. I found words. I, um, you know, in that period where I, I didn't want to do my art, 
And um, I just want to be a regular person, per se. When I say regular person, I mean I'm a regular person now. But I just wanted to say, hey, I want to work my 9 to 5 and just stay underneath my negative words and my negative words that I was saying to myself. So I, I want to live under that. So the negative words were basically my blanket. So I want to live under that. But somehow, even through all that, words start to appear. And I would be working. And words would just come in my head, and I, I start thinking of, just melodies and and and, and poems and, and wordplay and I you know it was just almost like really really just bombarding me and I like I can't escape this but I know it was God and I said Lord what what I must do because you know I'm trying to be this type of person but you always pushing me to do this so I start writing I start writing and I start writing my books again because I said I was going or I'll write a book. You know, but I never finished it. So I started just going into just writing a book. Just started by writing a book. And I, I, you know, I would get home from work, you know, shower, get on my on computer, and just write this book. Write this book. And I had to write this book. And this book was about, you know, a person in my life who I was working. So I wrote about that person, and, and not thinking that it was gonna go anywhere. Just, just writing it. And then I start writing, and then I start writing, and then I start writing music again. And I was just writing music for myself. Then I start writing poems, and and then I was going through situations where it was so dark. I, I didn't see anything else but what I was doing, and I was like, Lord, um, help me. But I had that therapy, and, and that was my art. Um, that was my music and my poetry. This book I was writing. So it was almost like a thing that I was fiending for because that was the only negative, I mean, that was, excuse me, that was the only positive thing I had in my life at that time. Everything else, when I got off that computer and I got, when I when I went out to real life, everything was negative around me, everything. And people was wondering, like, you know, it used to be here and now, now you're just living so negatively. And, and my family saw it, but little did they know that I was doing something positive. Even though there were some negative influences and I was going to the way of becoming negative, but I had some positive going, but no one knew it but me, but my girl at the time, and but she would let me be. She's like, you know, you do your thing, you write your stuff, do your music, whatever. And um, But she was healing me while I was doing it, and I was transforming myself into the person I am today. I'm, but, you know, I'm clearly not perfect, <laughs> okay. You know, I'm not a perfect person, but I was a lot better than I was 10 years ago, you know. So, um, well, I could say that for myself. Some people may not, you know, agree with it, you know. But I could say for myself, and that's just a part of giving yourself the, the positive enlightenment, yourself, because you can, you, you know the timeline of your life. No one knows the timeline, excuse me, the timeline of your life better than you do, okay? You know, even your your parents don't know the timeline of your life better than you do. So so I could see that contra- uh, contrast of just how it was was going down at the time. So, And I'm like, 
wow. And as I think about it, I'm like, wow, this is amazing because I, I didn't think I had any positivity in my life at that point. But then I, I seen my art grow to another level, to a level where I had to put it out there, you know. And then, and then when I when I got doubt, someone came to me. The the Lord bring the Lord bring someone to me, and I'm like, oh, this confirmation. But it was His words that the Lord used, His positivity of words inside Him, grant me words for me to come out and say, hey, I'm back, and this time I'm not going to give up. I don't care the success of what people think I should have in my art form, I can't give up. I can't. I don't care if the whole world against me. I can't do it. I cannot go back to that state where I was at before. I fight it every day. I get up in the morning and I fight it. And I find solace in my art. And the beauty of it is that my words is my art. So I'm I'm actually empowered by words. Not so much empowered by what people say to me anymore, which is fine. You can comment on anything that I do, which is fine. I love it. But what really moves me is these words. These words are powerful. And I understand them. And I don't take them lightly. You know, some entertainer might say this and that, this and that, say a cool line and, 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 and use, um, you know, excessive verbiage and, and, you know, just go in and work with the wordplay and all that. But I understand all what they're doing. I know the power in that. And people don't understand the power of it. They think it's just words. No. These words will transform you into something you would never think you would ever be in life. If you don't believe me, try it. Just block out in your mind and say, hey, I'm just going to say everything positive for one day. I dare anyone. I dare anyone, and I don't care. You can be, you know, in the most negative light through that whole day. But just, I challenge yourself to say something positive. Just that whole day, one day, watch your life change. Just one day. It's going to be hard, especially if you're in the negative surroundings and you're around negative people. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard, but when you go to bed at night, you won't feel the effects of it because that's how powerful words are. There's people, there's activists who change the whole world by the words they say, not by their actions. You know, and I want to go on this, but, you know, Hitler, you know, yeah, he did a lot of stuff, and he was a dictator, and he, you know, took over a lot of countries. But Hitler started off with a book and speaking to people. 
Jibber could not have done none of that stuff if he didn't understand the power of words. And Martin Luther King would not either. Or Malcolm X, or Maya Angelou. They understood the power of words. Words could trap you. The right words could trap you. But positive words can empower you. They can make you that person that you need to be, that you want to be. Just amazing what words can do in our lives, but we just tend to shy away from them. And people ask, why is the Bible so powerful? Because the Bible is instruction of words. Instructions of how to become a better person. Instructions of great people to put inside you that you can be just as great. Jesus didn't come to this earth to say, nah, 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 you can't do it. No. He came to this earth to prove that you can be just as great as he was. Everything Jesus said was quoted. That means he didn't even write a book. He actually was God because he just used words. Jesus quote everything. He's the son of God. He knew it. He knew the power of words already. He knew it. He knew it through conversation. He would talk to you. This, you saw Jesus, he would talk to you. And he knew the power of words. When people wanted him to be so physical, they wanted him to be physical. They wanted him to be a military leader. They wanted him to be Hitler. Annihilate these people. Nah. He knew the power of words. See, because he knew life and death lies in the tongue. He had to annihilate anyone. He could with his mouth. He really could. He didn't really need an army. He would just speak it. Lord, remove this in front of me. And they will be gone. He didn't need an army like that. But he was so positive that when people do things to him, he spoke good. Now, that's something I need to work on a little more. But, you know, but that's Jesus. But to show you the power of words, his words were so great where he could rise above any situation in life. I'm trying to be like that. I really am. And I'm working hard at it. And I hope everyone out there is working hard at it. The power of words means a lot. I just love the way just words are connected. 
and you can tell that words are just made it's, it's humanly us because they connect in so many ways and we use them differently all the time it's a beautiful thing words is just Use of puzzles, and we use them uh, in a way where it's basically customized from us. So the language you use is only you can use it. Only I can use the language that I use. Whether it's wrong or right, whether it's broken, or whether it's you know Spanglish or it's a mixture of other uh, language and ethnicities and. You know, jargons, that language is yours. So for the people out there who are health conscious and, you know, who stay up and, you know, they and they exercise and, and you know, they, they you know, drink the uh, wheatgrass and, you know, who are holistic and, and everything, they would not, or, or the vegans out there, and, and they would not put anything in a system that they feel that's going to hurt it. So if you want to make sure your body's clean and purified and, and you know, in, in a way as, like, I'm more healthier, then why would you allow words to bring you down in the same token? Because words could kill you. Oh, yes. Words could kill you. A lot of times we say that's not even a way that we should go about. Yes, we say things, and and we wonder why things don't don't happen the way they happen because it's you it's you it's what you allow in your psyche is what you allow. In your mind, these words continue to drag you down in the slump. Oh, I could just hear somebody now. Oh, I can't do this. I can't start my own business. I don't even have my high school diploma. I don't even have my GED. I don't even have a computer. Oh, oh I'm a writer, but I don't have a computer. I don't have no. I can't afford no no word program. I, I can't afford nothing. Well, you know, I, I can't afford a bus fare, so I can't get no job. Oh, I can't do this. I'm not attractive enough. I can hear the words. Hear the words in these people. And one thing that also gets me, is a person who say things, and it's not the truth. It is not the truth. And when you speak of lies, you're already blocking your blessing. Yeah. Lies are a blessing blocker. You can speak things to existence, 
but you know if it's the truth or not. Because I can say to myself now, you know, I'm going to be this, I'm going to be that, but you know in your right, in your mind, inside your mind, you're like, no, I'm not going to try because it's going to show. If you don't believe in the words that you say, it's going to show. We have to understand the power of words. And not only to understand the power of words, but what what is connect what is connected with the power of words. And that is your faith. When the Lord said, Let there be light, there was light. Because he said that he knew it was going to be light. He knew there was going to be a change. Darkness was on the deep. Darkness was here. It was darkness before light. He spoke it into existence. There's going to come a time when people are going to speak things into existence because they're going to have so much faith it's going to appear in front of your face. And I feel I'm going to be in that generation. I really do. I really do. Well, actually, I know I'm going to be in there. You're going to see miraculous healing. You're going to see miraculous things happening because people are going to be ready to speak and not just to be saying it for lip service. Not to just recite something, but to feel it. You have to feel what you're saying. And half of these times, these people say, I feel you, and they don't feel nothing. Because they don't believe in themselves. They say these things to get you out of your face. Okay, I do it. I do it. I okay, do it. I got you. I got. I, I do it. I don't. They don't. They don't believe in themselves. Oh no, no, no. Okay, I, I, I'm going back to school. I'm going back to school. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, man. And then go back home. Hit that blunt. They don't even think about it. Hit that liquor or. Oh, forget school. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm good where I'm at. I'm good where I'm at. But you just said that you was going to go back and get your GED. Or you're going to go to the library and read a book. Because I'm going to be honest with you. There's power in learning and learning words from yourself. You know, I encourage people to get their GED and and get knowledge, but I encourage people even more to find out their own knowledge, find out who they are, find out the words they need to have, they need to internalize for themselves to become what they really need to become to find their real purpose. Because I could say all day that you're supposed to be this, and you're supposed to be a college graduate all a college graduate all day. I can tell you what you 
what I think you need to to do. And it's probably not even, even in your purpose. But that's one thing I'm sure of, though, with any of you guys that's listening, you know, lady and gents that's listening. You better find your own vocabulary. And meaning you better find your own words that's going to move you in life. If not, you're going to be stuck in that same situation. And that situation is pain, it's hurt, it's regression. What type of words are you using today? I hope they're great ones. I hope they're great. And I hope that they're going to empower you. I'm just hoping they empower you, you know, because life is no joke. Life is no joke. We are living in a day and time that we have to be conscious of what we say and do. The words are words are very important. We're losing a lot of great people, a lot of people who use words to their advantage. And there's no coincidence why. No it's no coincidence why. Because the world will gratify if certain people only knew this power of words. And when I say the world, I mean the people that keep you down. They don't want you to know the power of words. They could care less, but they know it. They know what to say. They know what to do. Know how to do it. It's just like I said, it could be, you could use the power of words for uh, positive reasons, and you can use the power of words for negative reasons. It's up to you. But, there is power in these words we use. We gotta understand that. We gotta understand that it's it's a, it's a it can be a beautiful thing, but it can be a hurtful thing as well. I mean, it's a blessing, and um, we're gonna take a break. Um, and I'll take a little break, a musical break. And I hope you're enjoying the power words of, of the spiritual lecture. And uh, we're going to take a music break. And uh, see you soon. Thank you. 
We didn't change the station. We changed the game.
Buckle up your seatbelt, I'm about to take you on a journey. See, I wanna take you on a journey through life, a journey through love, joy and pain. Maybe some deeper things. See, I wanna take you on a journey through life, a journey through love, joy and pain. Maybe some deeper things. They call me out to the end, F-I-N-I-T-E. Let me tell y'all the story about how I came to be me. You see, it's in my nature to make the best of all I have. And I can remember one time that was just my pen and my pad. I used to write until my hand got cramped. I used to finish a book all the way from front to back. Now here it is years later, one remain a fact. My pen, my sword, my book, my shield. And I would write and write just to work out how to feel. So when I stand on the stage and recite, I relive everything that gave me motivation to write. Reliving everything that ever happened in my life. See, I was sitting in my room wishing somebody would take the time to listen. I couldn't come out until I had permission. May mama say Jesus Christ a lot. That's how I knew he was Christian. And it wasn't that I was a bad kid. I was just blind because I was so independent-minded. Convinced that my head was on straight. I just wanted to make my own mistakes. And I didn't make too many to count. So while mama went from holding me, molding me, and scolding me, I was writing it all out. But I kept the words to myself. They were for me and nobody else. But now, how can you advise when you keep all your wisdom inside? Then I realize, take my God-given route, but that's not the only thing that brought infinite about. It was after a few near-death experiences, I realized I wanted to live on after I was gone. And what better way to seal my fate than to continue to create? So I stand in front of y'all to make this one thing known. I give my heart and soul every time I touch a microphone. My name divinely chosen, my word divinely spoken, and I vow to leave y'all infinitely open. They call me I to the end, F-I-N-I-T-E. Roll with me as I take you on a journey. Roll with me. I don't know anyone who understands the power of words more than Maya Angelou. I've been in her home at a party, and someone telling a homophobic joke or making fun of someone in a derogatory way, and watched her invite them to leave or stop them in mid-sentence and say, not in my house, you won't. Words are things, I'm convinced. You must be careful about the words you use, or the words you allow to be used in your house. In the Old Testament, we are told in Genesis that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. That's in Genesis. Words are things. You must be careful careful about calling people out of their names, using racial pejoratives and sexual pejoratives and all that ignorance. Don't do that. 
someday we'll be able to measure the power of words. I think they are things. I think they get on the walls. They get in your wallpaper. They get in your rugs, in your upholstery, in your clothes, and finally into you. Words 
are amazing events in our lives. Yeah, because what you may say could come to pass, especially if you believe in them. So if you believe you're a loser, you will become a loser. If you agree, if you believe that you are a humanitarian, you will become a humanitarian. If you believe that you're going to be a leader, then you're going to be a leader. So let's check the words that we say. And I mean check them because a lot of times we don't understand the validity of the words that we come about. I want to um, read a scripture and... um, you know, it's John 3.16, but I'm going to read it. I know a lot of you guys out there uh, wouldn't know it, but I just want to dissect it. John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Now, that's a very popular scripture. Uh, John three sixteen. So to break it down, repentance is empowering. To forgive yourself and to forgive others. And I know we're looking at this as in yes, for for you to be saved, you have to say these words. You have to say, Lord, forgive me from my sin. To be saved That's all we need to do To be saved from grace You know We need to ask the Lord to forgive us But let's look at it in another light Let's look at it in a way Where problems are in your life And God sent his son To remove those problems But you don't forgive yourself. You don't give life into your words. And these are the people who consider themselves believers, people that are saying that they are Christian, that they believe in God. But yet still they're saying they're saved. Yet still they do not change their language. There are propagating negative behavior with their words, meaning they're bashing people because they may have sin in their life. Well, everyone has sin in their life, to be honest with you, and it's the grace of God that we hear today. But to take these words and internalize it in yourself and then give it to others I think that is an ultimate sin for me, you know, because we all are, we all have salvation, and we all can tie ourselves into that salvation, and that salvation is our words. The words you speak could save you one day, and this is why I'm going in on this when it comes to power words because there are a lot of people who know the meaning of it 
but don't understand the true power of it. You know, these syllables, nouns and pronouns and verbs, should be mixed with faith. That's true wording. I can say uh, so many different words, and I can make up my own words because you can't. I see people do it all day. You know, a lot of people say that Afro-Americans make up their own words. So <laughs> I do it. So <laughs> so I can make up words, you know. But these words that I make up don't have true meaning unless I put power to it. To, for example, there are certain people who say words, you know, as in just slang. Now, I can say the word, but the the word don't mean anything unless everyone else is saying it. Oh, they don't mean anything. But if I get a whole bunch of people saying the same word, then that colloquialism is basically is given power. You know, like a lot of people say the word, um, uh, what is it, uh, nigger or nigga, niggas. You know, people give that word power. And it's probably not even a real word, but they give it power. So, therefore, it is a word to be reckoned with because people give that word power. They have faith in that word. Like Jesus, blood of Jesus. It doesn't have power unless you give it that power. You give things power. That's how powerful you are. You give things power. And you give things power over you by using the language that you use and by putting faith behind that word, you know, um, like a lot of people don't understand the power that Lil Wayne used. Lil Wayne said he's the greatest rapper alive, and guess what? It showed because he's the most selling rapper alive at this point. You know, he's selling more records than a lot of people. He put behind, he put power to the words. He understands the language. He understands the power in words. And you may say, oh, he is negative. And, you know, I heard, you know, because I, I know a lot of people that are, you know, cause I, you know, I'm in a poetic world, and a lot of people do whole pieces and poems about how negative Lil Wayne is. But just like I said, it doesn't mean just because you're negative you don't have power in your word. You can be very positive, and you, you wouldn't have power in your words. It's the faith behind the word play. If you believe it, you will receive it. If you build it, they will come. That means if you say those words, it's coming for you. It's a boomerang effect. So be careful what you say. Be careful what you say. Really. Because the words you say will come around and get you. And so, so we have to Redeem ourselves from the words we say. And once we redeem ourselves and forgive ourselves and believe that we are on a path of righteousness and we act upon that, then we are becoming better as a people. I don't believe in negativity to change someone to be positive. A lot of times some people say to me, 
you know, <laughs> probably to my kids, my kids like, Dad, you so negative. You, you know, and they say these words to me. I'm like, I'm not negative, honey. I'm not negative. I love you guys. I'm not negative. But I have to tell you what's going on so you can understand that what you're doing is not the right way. It's not going about it the right way. I can't sit back and allow you to do things that is going to hurt you later on in life and say, okay, um, I'm not going to chastise my kids. I'm not going to say anything to them because that's negative. And, you know, you got to be careful in what you say to these kids when they're growing up because they're going to remember it. Well, you better be careful what you don't say to them because guess what? What you don't say to them is going to affect them even more. The power of words, silence is golden. And it could be for negative or positive. I could say something to my friend and say, hey, you know, bro, I don't think he's going on that road because uh, there's a cliff there. You know, there's a cliff going, you know, if you keep driving, you're going to drive off that cliff, bro. And, you know, I got mad love for you, and I don't want you to, you know, drive off the cliff and die. Or I can be like, I know my brother's sitting there, and he's driving, and I'll be like, yo, what's up? All right, peace out, man. I'm out. And that brother drive off the cliff. Who's wrong? Who is wrong? And he drives right off the cliff. I'm wrong. Because I didn't say anything. Oh, words, words, words itself plays tricks on you. It, it plays tricks on you. It's, this, this wordplay, this language we use, and is, is designed to do what it's doing. It is promoting our reality. Uh, I'm, I, I'm working on a piece now, and it's one of those pieces, but you know that um, inspired by Saul Williams, and you know Saul Williams is uh, a collective poet. He used images and he used wordplay and he created this wonderful art with words and he's he's all he, he's always has been uh, dynamic to me. Him and Black Ice uh, from New York, the um, big ups to Black Ice. Uh, they're always challenging themselves with words, and I'm I'm always listening to them. Like oh, so I'm writing this piece. Well, actually, I'm writing two pieces that I'm I'm trying to just find my words like. Really find them and put them in a in a way where they're painting a picture, and um, what and so I'm writing this piece, and I'm noticing that when I'm writing this piece, even when I think when I when I think that I have it and I'm ready to release it and put it on 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 a, on, on an album, I'm like, no, I'm not ready, because the piece is actually the wordplay in the piece is taking me to a a new height in in, in my artistry. So I could never really put the piece out. Every time I would write something, it's always something that sounds so much better and more wittier. And I'm like, wow, how long I'm gonna how how long am I gonna stay on this piece writing this piece? Because it's been doggone like six months. So this is what words can do to you. Words can it really will change your life. It really will change your thinking and how you perceive life and yourself and others. So when Jesus walked around and started quoting stuff and saying stuff and giving parables and stuff, he was powerful. 
You know, he was like so powerful. Like he was so powerful that, you know, people of that day didn't understand the power that he had. I mean, people back in those days and even now, they consider power as in militaristic. I have a gun. I have a whole army. I got a billion people. What? <laughs> you know, they're like, you know, saying I'm powerful. And, yes, you are powerful in a physical sense. Now, the Messiah, Jesus, what was his power? I mean, I you know, I've seen alleged pictures of Jesus. And, I mean, he looked like he wasn't packing no guns. He wasn't. He didn't look gangster. You know what I'm saying? To me, he did. You know, the, you know. I, people don't know what he really looks like, but you know, what I'm saying the way they portray him, he don't look gangster. And his words wasn't really gangster. If you think of it as a gangster, as in, you know, being uh, intrusive. But if you think of gangsterism as in handling his his business, if if you think that being gangster handling is is you know basically handling your business the right way. And with with shrewdness and with uh, with a way where it's it's heartfelt and he, and it's, and keeping it real. Oh, then Jesus was just that because he kept it real and he told people he he cast out demons. I mean, <laughs> with his words, you know what I'm saying? I mean, he fed people with his words, like literally fed people with his words. It's not just about just. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I'm dropping jewels on you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we could do that all day. But can I say, hey, you hungry? Well, I speak unto you. You know, I play the food. You know, I speak unto you some curry chicken, jerk chicken. I speak unto you some collard greens, and and, and it appears. These are miracles. Of wordplay, his word really plays out in reality, because that's who he was. He's the ultimate wordsmith. I can never be as good as him, because his word actually materialized. But in his word, he said, "I would do greater things." So I'm like, if I could do greater things than that, then I really have to understand the power of my words. Like, this is an ongoing thing. This is nothing that Yale or Harvard can teach me. This is a spiritual thing. And you don't have to be that brilliant to understand this. You just got to have faith. You have to have faith to understand these words. These words are complicated if you make them complicated. But if you look at it on a spiritual sense, on a spiritual, uh, spirit, excuse me, a spiritual side, you will understand how it's going to play out. You will find your life changing. You will find your relationships getting stronger and all types of relationships, whether it's work, whether it's uh, love relationships, relationships with yourself, self-love instead of the self-hate. Who we are as a people Who we are as humans
Where are we going in life? Change your language. I had terrible language at one time. I basically almost, if I look back on, if I look back on life and the words that I was using, if they had reality shows back then, and I was in a reality show growing up, you probably say this guy hated himself. You know, I think this guy's borderline. He hates himself because the words I used wasn't very positive. I'm not saying that I was always negative. There were some things in life that I did back in the day that I think was pretty positive. But after the action of the positivity, watch what I just watch what I would say afterwards. Watch what I say afterwards. You know what I'm saying? Like I give somebody something. Oh well, you know. Yeah, okay, you can hold this, but I, I you know what I'm saying, I ain't gonna never get it back. Yeah, just have it. I ain't gonna never get it back. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna nah, I, ain't, uh, I just count it as a loss. But you can you got it, my brother. You got it, my brother, but I ain't gonna never get it back. You know? Doing something positive and saying something negative afterwards. Stop it. I should have said, God bless you. You got that. And I'm not worried about it because God's going to bless me. You don't have to bless me, brother, because God's going to bless me for giving to you. That's what I should have said. Oh, we do it all the time. We do it all the time. And I'm telling you, you need to stop that. Because guess what? You're not getting your blessing because you said you wasn't going to get it. Oh, I ain't getting it back. I ain't getting it back. And are we giving for the right reasons? Are we giving? To make the world change Are we given to get people out of your face Are we given to say Hey I gave this look at me Are we given for show Are we given for real love Because it's the faith behind your words It's the faith behind your actions And it's the faith behind your words That gives faith behind your actions So we have To go there We have to find the power of words Inside ourselves and it's great to find power of words inside others because power of words inside others would invoke the power of words inside you. But you must have the faith that you can have these powers that are enumerated towards you that you are blessed with. It's part of your birthright. It's part of being human. Everyone has these rights. Everyone. It's your fault. Everyone has these rights. I don't care where you live at. You can live in Timbuktu. You can live in in any country. You have these rights. But we don't use them. And there's powers that be that don't want you to use them. But who fought it? Who fault is it that we are controlled? It's society fault. We have to take the blame fault for our own wordplay. And I don't mean in the poetry sense. 
the words that we use that play out into reality, we have to take the blame for them. And once we do that, like I had done, we'll start seeing the change. We'll start seeing the change in our words. People can say things to you as like one off a duck's back. And you look at them like you don't hate them anymore. Like, I don't hate this brother. I don't hate this sister. I feel for this sister. I feel for this brother. Because they are sick. And I don't mean in the sick as in deranged sick. I mean they're sin sick. They're sick by their words. Their words became viral. It became viruses inside this system. So, therefore, they can't do right. They can't talk right. So therefore, they can't act right. And when they can't act right, then they suffer from regression and pain and hurt. And then you wonder why people in my city right now killing each other. They're hurting. They're hurting. They ain't killing each, they ain't killing each other for no bricks or, or drugs no more. They're killing, themselves. They're killing themselves because they hate themselves. It's not about drugs no more. It's about hate. It's about the words they use and the words that was instilled in them when they were young, and now they hate life, they hate others, and they hate others that look like them, that's close to them. So they abuse them, and they get some type of sick, deranged gratification by hurting each other. When are we going to change these words, people? When are we going to do it? Why we hurt ourselves? Why we hurt our people? Then the systems that be try to control it to other ways of mind control. They have you eating this all kinds of mess and doing all this stuff. And but look at us. It's not their fault no more. Don't blame the government. You can't blame them. In some ways. They bring or order to this chaos. But we can govern ourselves. And when I say we govern ourselves, I mean change your language within your skin. Govern yourself as you should be. Speak of good things. Never become tied down. Never never to become tied down in what these what people say to you this language never never I want to um, in memory of uh, Maya Angelou I mean wonderful woman powerful woman great writer poet songwriter, playwright, all of the above, big mentor for me. Um, I want to read one of her poems because I know it. You know, I, I, I'm, you know I, I do it. I do this when I'm led to do it. And uh, when it comes to spoken revelation, this is not scripted in any way to a, a point where it has to go a certain order. I go about it the way the Lord gives it to me. 
and um, and I, I was going on that. And I know sometimes I rant about things. You know, people who know me personally, they know that I rant a lot. You know, one of my friends was just telling me, he's like, Dion, sometimes I have to block out what you say because I rant a lot. But the reason why I rant is because I really care. And people know that, so they understand. So I love you all out there. But um, this is a, a poem that I wrote for Maya Angelou on her birthday uh, uh, last year. And uh, and I want to write it in commemoration of her Of her today, I have another poem as well, and I'm gonna probably I'm gonna read later. Um, but it's called "The Most Beautiful Life," attributed to Maya Angelou. The most beautiful life, tribute to a queen, reign with just qualities, blessed with words to add to her decree, who only wanted what God wanted her to be. Celebration of triumphant capabilities, she wrote in pain's sake. Revealing beauty of life that's marked by words. Comprised of heavenly architecture, scars and blemishes are many times hidden. Her makeup unravels her gorgeous, your decor. Through your words you've shown us, there is much more. The most attractive anatomy is our core, our universal center, as we allow your awesome squad to enter our minds and lives. Happy birthday, Maya Angelou. In peace. Just wanted to read that, you know, just taking a break, you know, talking about this wonderful lady who used her words and uh, to change my life in a lot of ways. And even when I was reading Why the Cage Bird Sing, even though it came a time in my life I was uh, I was really young. But yet yeah, still, I was kind of going on the way of um, becoming uh, a child that didn't like authority. I, I didn't like people telling me what to do. But I used to read a lot. I, I read obsessively. I, I read to get away from certain situations in my life. You know, I read because, you know, I didn't have a father, Um and uh, I read to to move away for certain certain problems that was in my life, and and a lot of times, a lot of words were used around me, and I internalized these words, and I would use them on myself back then, as I recall. But somehow. Maya Angelou, Langston Hughes, would just strike me with their words. And Maya Angelou's words were so powerful to me. I, even though I, I, it didn't change me right then and there, but I knew of the beauty of words for some reason. I, it, it connected with me. And so, I understood the book, and I read it when I was young, but I understood what the book was about. I understood the metaphor. The whole book was poetic, but I didn't know that, you know. I, I didn't, I, I wasn't thinking to that way back then. I was just reading it for what it was, and the book was a metaphor of her life. 
you know, about things that happened to her, why things was happening to me as a young child, I can I can relate to it. And I'm like, okay, Langston Hughes, you know, great poet. But now I'm seeing this lady in my century that's lived in, lived in this era, and I'm seeing how she's transforming in this book. And I'm seeing myself within her in a lot of ways in the book. And I was hoping to be that change, even though it took a, a while for me. It took a while for me. It took a while for me in a way that I was gifted in a way, but I chose to hide it in a way because I felt like I was never good enough. And when you feel like you're never good enough, it's going to show. It's definitely going to show. If you feel like you don't deserve these words that should be internalized within you, it's going to show. And when it shows, it's devastating to your life. That means you drop out of school early. That means what it could mean that you will hurt yourself. It could also mean that you feel like you should hurt others to get gratification because you're hurting. You're having these regrets feelings. It's a dangerous point in your life when you go about things that way. And back to the book, my book was all of that to me. It was all of it. And even though it didn't strike me until later, but I read the book and I got some revelation out of it until I got older and I started to understand her whole way of blending words and and making landscapes of language. And, um, And then I started understanding it more. So... She was a, 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 a pivot within my life as being a young man, a young growing-up man. And so that's why I, you know, I, I wrote this for her. I have another piece that I wrote for her. Um, the power of words, you know, I laid on the show, and I, I thank you, um, the people that was, uh, you know, who, We'll honor her for her uh, burial uh, uh, yesterday. Thank everybody who turned out, and and because she truly was a great woman, and she really touched us all. And um, her poems were just amazing to me. And you know, a lot of times, you know, I I I got the anthology of her poems and stuff like that. And um, a lot of times, you know, I I would read her long form poems and then and I, I never really understood that she wrote short poems. And I thought it was just me writing short poems. I really did. I mean I've seen people write short poems but I thought it was like, you know, you know, maybe just something. But she mastered it. Like she was just so great when it came to writing. She just laughed at everything she had done. It's amazing. And I I don't think there will be another uh, artist like her 
when it comes to the literary literary art. And I don't I just don't think I, I think that she was in a place where the Lord wanted her to be in this life and she truly, truly was a gift to all of us all. I mean, her work was always live on, which every uh, writer and poet and artist will want their music and their words to live on. And uh, she uh, she certainly had done that, and she is a successful person and always will be. Um, you know, if she's not working on the earth, and, but she is. She, she's still working on the earth and, and by her words. And that's another thing, too. That's how powerful words are. She left us, but her stuff is still here. Eternal. Immortal. Her words are immortal. But you know what? To be honest with you, Maya knew those words came from her, but those words wasn't her. Because those words she used was God. Yeah. Yeah. So we must understand she was buying words like I do and like all these other artists do. We borrow these words because we have peace of something that's greater than us. No, it's a piece of something. It's greater than us all. And we are privileged to have wisdom and knowledge and understanding for words. And if you don't, Pray. And say what you mean. Put faith. Put legs on what you say. Put legs on your words. Let them walk before you. I let my faith, I let my words walk before me. I spoke where I am today. I spoke of it. And I keep on speaking. These words will take you places that you will never think you will ever be. Wow. These words are truly amazing. I just want to just 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 tell you and concern you that these words means a lot and that we have to use these words wisely. We want to take a, a small music break and then we're going to come back and get back into more spoken revelation. Witnessing as the young disrespect the old 
a child shall lead them is what we were told, but we've aborted the bold and replaced them with the weak. No longer do we seek after righteousness, nor do we bless what's next, our heirs. See, no one cares that our future is doomed from our past. We've allowed victories of yesterday to outlast promises of today. As everyone looks away from our demise, we've turned a blind eye to the tragedy of now, worshiping the sacred cow of vanity, embracing profanity because we lack structure. I rise, tears in my eyes, worried about friends and fam and our demise. Tell me what you see, could it be the end of us, the family tree? I rise, tears in my eyes, worried about friends and fam and our demise. As I hear all the children's cries, like a phoenix, can we rise? I rise, as we paint the disguise upon our misguided faces. If you look closely, traces of what used to be can be found, but we've lost common ground with mankind, rewound time back to hostility. We've declined possibilities of deliverance and civility, trampled upon the miscellany of hope. Life's a joke, filled with punchlines of success. This thing's a mess, dangling instant stardom before our very eyes while our true identity we despise adjusting our physical appearance to appear less stressed more plastic barbie dress women perplexed hankering over acceptance of man too confused to understand the predestined plan of existence losing a chance at true peace searching for relief from any source so we force weight loss surgery when overweight get hair transplants when our face is hair lost at any cost we wear weaves to fit in tummy tucks the grin with the upper echelon of society this thing is killing me and you I rise, tears in my eyes, worried about friends and fam and our demise. Tell me what you see, could it be the end of us, the family tree? I rise, tears in my eyes, worried about friends and fam and our demise. As I hear all the children's cries like a phoenix, can we rise? I rise as my eyes finally view my conscious surface. Thresholds for humanity rights upheld for real purpose. Becoming this preamble, constituting this liberating service. Inviting congregations from my holy thoughts, remnants of our end times. Babies addicted to Christ are still born every day. While crystal milk sparkles, while hot lightning, a new slow death. Anxieties are rampant, falsehoods are worn, Trayvon Martin. Rise above this psychological chaos, bullet holes in our neighborhood, no one ever hears it. Justice, please, we the people deserve it. Rise, rise, I rise. Plagues on our dwindling education, our bottom drops out, no base for our near future. Marvin Gaye's anthem for pain, plays, trouble man. Songs for revival unsung, mics for voices are abandoned. No stand as they lay on this concrete floor. 
to get trampled. My dreads are still twisting, my knots are still landing. Government never helping for a solution to detangle. Scripted reality shows when our media mangles. The government becomes your program director. Sex, lies, and mental rape. Revolution I'm demanding. Understanding a poet wishing for this concrete to become porous. Set in this hard compost to grow slowly through. The most high nature allows our corrupted institutions crack. So I rise like an eagle, running, praying I don't faint when I you have haunted by material issues, valuing womanizing with their luxury cars with candy paint. I rise to be a beacon to hold for the truth, showing this lifestyle has a false root. Held on to the Venus wings for elevation, rising from my constant subliminal manipulation. Rise, 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 as I rise. Still removing my dirt from my psyche Cleanse this negativity that becomes my stain And I rise, and I rise, and I rise mm-hmm. I rise, tears in my eyes Worried about friends and fam and our demise Tell me what you see Could it be the end of us, the family tree? I rise, tears in my eyes Worried about friends and fam and our demise As I hear all the children's cries Like a phoenix, can we rise? Like a phoenix, can we rise? true moment describes scribes who poetry likes real potency. Venom is not the only way to prove your words are strong. My ideas stretch beyond continents, no boundaries unless the thresholds of your mind could not receive. You need a ticket, sick-minded like the rickets. No union, so watch me picket the poetic world. Redundancy, currency, just need talent. While all you pump lies like gas, I let it pass. Don't need any validation, only from the sky. I take on heavy tribulation. But through it all, naysayers, I receive revelation. My words bullets while books are clips for automatic weapons. Bull eye, letting this wild animal roam the streets. Cloak poets hiding under sheets. Do you see any circles on my head above Convince my halo. Free write freely, I give and promote love, never hate. This honor through me is what my Lord creates. His gifts, I gave them all back, so your choices become few. I'm a winner, so I don't need your reply like a sinner. Till I rise, till I rise. Grow up on the concrete in front of your eyes. Yeah. Till I rise, till I rise. Grow up on the concrete in front of your eyes. Come on. So I enter, don't need your accolades. Just use my words as blades. Commentary of matters as through my spoken trilogy. The Lord funds my abilities. Don't worry about who's feeling me. When it comes to real feelings, some of you are quadriplegic. Never in their heart could they feel it because they're so anemic. Still I rise, still I rise. Grow up on the concrete in front of your eyes. Yeah. Still I rise, still I rise. Grow up on the concrete in front of your eyes. Come on. Still I rise, still I rise. 
Growing from the concrete in front of your eyes, yep. Still I rise, still I rise. Growing from the concrete in front of your eyes, come on. WBMC Radio. We didn't change the station. We changed the game. Baby, you understand me now. If sometimes you see that I'm mad. Don't you know no one alive can always be an angel. When everything goes wrong, you see some bad. But I'm just a soul whose intentions are good. Oh, Lord, please don't let me be misunderstood. WBNC Radio. You know, sometimes, baby, I'm so carefree. Who will adjure if it's hard to hide? Sometimes again it seems that all I have is worry And then you're bound to see my other side But I'm just a sorrow's intention Oh Lord, please don't let me be misunderstood I see the energy I Get more than my share, but that's one thing I never mean to do. Cause the love is, oh, 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 baby, I'm just human. Don't you know I have thoughts like anyone? Sometimes I find myself alone, regretting some little foolish thing, some simple thing. Change the station. We changed the game. Yeah, we're back. We're back. Oh, wow. I think this show has been amazing. I really um, feel it um, when it comes to just explaining. Um, what's going on um, with us using these words, you know. Wow. Uh, Nina Simone, wow. <laughs> you know, I, I tell you what, don't think about me. I love great music. And um, rest in peace, uh, Nina Simone. Uh, it's a beautiful song. Thank you for playing it. You know, uh, Nina Simone is another person that had a powerful wordplay in her music. And, um, uh, Young, black, and gifted was a, a 
song that I love by her, and um, she uh, she she was just amazing, amazing singer songwriter, you know, just deep stuff, and she knew just how to use her words and how to put her uh, lyrics and sing those lyrics on that track to make you feel it, you know. Awesome, awesome. Uh, another great lady like Maya Angelou just used her words and knew the wordplay in her music and, and what she does in her art. And artists out there, if you don't have it, find it. Find your language within your art. I'm always trying to find it, always trying to push the envelope to find it and take a grasp of it. You know, I find bits and pieces of it, but you you, you got you got to dig more and find it. You know, if you you know like Maya Angelou, Nina Simone, they found they found theirs and they they ran with it. They understood the language. They understood that. These words are powerful. And to empower yourself, we have to use these words. Don't put yourself down because we all make mistakes. We all make mistakes. And they're just a part of life. Yeah. Uh, I know we got a couple of minutes left. Um, I want to go into this last poem by Maya Angelou, speaking of her. It's called Maya Gifts because she truly uh, left us gifts. Let me go into it. Leaves fall down in autumn. Our life is seasonal. For her gifted words pins to our soul, making her our badge of honor. In any type of weather, her abstract words, passages reveal, metaphorically, why the cage bird sings. Literary remnants of her hurt, she told a story that lies deep in the well that streams so soulfully. In her illustrative ink for us to drink, Mental digestions, words configured for the ones who needed the most, could speak, a voice to be aware, confident self-conversations, truth motivation to heal, never to scare, a body of work to share, truly a black pearl in a clam-baked world, poetry favorite girl that changed into our phenomenal woman, her present was her presence, writing words for humanity, making the world so much better, we were truly gifted. Maya Angelou, Maya's gift, that was a piece. And I thank you all. Uh, thank you for uh, listening and tuning in. And I hope you got something from it um, because I get something from it as well. As I'm spiritually lecturing you, I, I get a lot from it. So I hope you, you will change your language and and. Love God and, and treat people right and get closer to humanity. So until next Sunday, and I thank y'all, I'm going to lead out with a song, and i see y'all next Sunday. God bless you and love y'all. outlets available in the media capital of the world. Fans of R&B, 
hip-hop, gospel, spoken word, and urban pop have taken notice of WBMC Radio. WBMC, we're multi-access. Like, listen, and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Speaker.com. And we're emerging right now, thanks to programs like The Real Report, Unsigned Grind, and The Game Changer. WBMC Radio, we didn't change the station, we changed the game.